I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Turned out he was Swedish all along. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Football Ramble. I have the lovely ramblers with me, Marcus C. Speller. James or Jim? Hello. Are you laughing at? You. Why? <laughs> laughing at your own link, name. which was just your name. <laughs> yeah. I put my middle initial in there just, yeah, for, some, good. So just for some lols. Uh, mm. Pete Donson. We're, la- we're live. <laughs> we're, not. we're live. We're not. We're not yeah. live. And Lukey Moore. All right. Uh, on loan Derby County striker Luke yeah, Moore that's me Luke's just come back from the telly everyone mm. yeah. he's, he's, <laughs> drawn, he's drawn a little moustache on himself no I haven't he's got a big stack of wad of cash in his hand yeah. <laughs> go and he look has. at me I'm he's, just, the he's just sacked us all tell, tell the listeners where you've been Luke do we have to do this? <laughs> What's happening? This is happening. Deal I, with it. It's on, live. I was on the ESPN um, talking about football with some nice people. Mm. Talk of the Terrace. It was a good show. Yeah, I've never seen that before. You did a little quiz, didn't you? I did. Happy you to say Marcus did it along with you. Actually got more answers right. Yeah, who's got so, the prize uh, in, the, in the bag? Well, we all do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the I've done that in that prize for the Ramble. But <laughs> at, at the risk of lo- literally loads of listeners not knowing what we're talking about. Off you go. Okay. Um, but he did say on the on the on the TV guy that you were on loan Derby County striker Luke Moore. Though. It did, yeah. <laughs> oh, wonderful error. Yeah. Right then, um, we've had a few emails asking us because it's Movember, mm. which is of course uh, it's November, but it's the uh, you grow a moustache for um, prostate cancer. Prostate cancer. Yeah. That's right. Um, but we had a lot of emails asking us who our favourite Tashed player is or was, but we've we've done that one, I think. Yeah. So mm. what we're going to we're going to change it slightly, keeping with the with the Tash theme. Uh, which player would you like to see or uh, would look good with a Tash? Oh, James, so we get to choose our with the Masters of our own mm. mustachio destiny. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> it, it may not happen though. The player doesn't feel he's not, not have to do it. He's yeah. not obliged to do no, it. No. Uh, well, well, one of my favourite things to do just in life is to imagine Bakary Sanya's hair on other people. So <laughs> yeah. such as you yourself, Marcus, yeah. Yeah, you might yeah. look quite fun with it. At Barack Obama, Richard O'Brien, um, <laughs> David Cameron, anyone, absolutely yeah. anyone. The key to it is absolutely anyone. Yeah, it, 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 it will always look weird. So yeah. I would, I would give Sanya a moustache, but having in a, in a similar sort of white braided way because I'd like to see that. Yeah. Sort of addition to his already magnificent <laughs> hair, a hanging moustache. Yeah. Yeah, 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 it would be like a carpet matching some curtains. It would be exactly yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah. It, maybe if you sort of pulled his moustache, his hair would like, <laughs> kind of <laughs> close like a blind. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's a good idea. In, I think I mentioned this before, but in Argentina, the commentators just call him Curtin because like Curtin because of his hair. Yeah, yeah. clever. Uh, PT. Uh, I'm going to go for uh, Si Jung Park. 
Jason Park. Jason Park. What did I say? Jason Park. Park. Oh. I, s- like, I see sounds, him everywhere. Sounds like a place you'd visit on a Sunday. Yeah. <laughs> it was a spoonerism. Jason <laughs> yeah. Park uh, with a like a, a Buddhist monk's sort of long moustache. Oh yeah, <laughs> like a long sort of um, yeah, just a big, big, big three man shoe. Like yeah, yeah like okay. a big three man. Never Mr Miyagi. Would it yeah, be? yeah. Well, yeah. No, but longer, longer. Okay, really, right, really, yeah, really yeah. long. Yeah, Mr. Miyagi had the quite wispy. Go to yeah, wispy. It's mm. a good, it's a good shout. It's a good start. Mm-hmm. Lukey, I shall go for um, uh, Marouane Fellaini. Mm. Just, it's just a nice bushy tash. Seventies, <laughs> a, nice, a nice, a great big bushy tash. Did yeah. Jeff Lynn out of ELO have a big bushy tash? Because I imagine it was probably the same sort of that thing. sort of thing. Yeah. Absolutely right. So a massive afro, yeah. big um, sort of Sunes style cookie duster on there. Mm. Yeah. It's quite seventies <laughs> looking as it is, which is like a dying look. Yeah. And, he's, and he's in Liverpool, so at the yeah. risk of a cliche, <laughs> but just a great big soup strainer on there. Yeah, soup absolutely. Strainer, <laughs> lovely work. <laughs> um, I'm gonna. I had a couple of ideas. Um, and they were all my own work. Uh, Lionel Messi. Um, I always call him Messi on this which podcast. Is a, which is a Greek lunch. Yeah. <laughs> um, with a sort of a young offenders tash. Yeah, like, like a little sort of patchy. Bum fluff isn't thing. quite ready yet. That would suit him, wouldn't it? it I reckon he would have that if he grew one. Because like as you said once before, James, he's the greatest player on the planet, and yet he does look a little bit like a geeky kid. Yeah, yeah. like a little nerd. Like he and Zlatan for a while looked like they should have been in a band, like yeah. a rubbish <laughs> little school band <laughs> practicing in a garage. Yeah. Do we know any drummers? No. <laughs> <laughs> Can you play bass? I am Zlatan. I do not play bass. <laughs> yeah. Or the other one, funny you mentioned him. I think Zlatan would look great with a big moustache curled. At the end, <laughs> oh, not the go compare guy, not the go compare advert. Yeah, but I'm a proper one, a big one. Okay, fair yeah, enough. Yeah, yeah. I think he would look great, and he would walk around town with like a bowler hat on, and maybe like yeah. you know, kick whoever he felt like. Yeah, yeah, with like a monkey on a lead or something. Yeah, just sort of looking a bit swart. Just do whatever he wants. Yeah. So like basically ne- the now, same, with but a with a moustache. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> absolutely. Um, uh, who do I give the points to? Well, this is for you to decide. Are you yeah. just thinking out loud. Yeah, yeah. I, I think we're going to have to think realistically. Oh. Um, well, yeah. that, that's just as hard, surely. Um, I, th- I think Luke Moore's going to get the. Thank point. you very much. I'd have given oh. it to James, but that's a great shout. Would you? Yeah, but it was I'm a t- tough one. But regardless of that, I'm taking them. I'm <laughs> <laughs> going to the... donate them to Movember. Yes. While we're on yeah. the subject of Movember, um, yes. I met a couple of guys in a pub on Friday night with listeners of the show. Um, they work for the National Archive, which is uh, it's just an archive of loads of big things. And they've got the Doomsday <laughs> book in there, which is pretty good. That's amazing. And, um, and the, an elephant. Um, <laughs> yes. Uh, their, names, their names were Paul and Simon, and one of them. Um, emailed me today saying they're doing a Movember thing called um, I forget the address it's um, Tashnal Tashnal Archive they've put it down when you go on there there's loads of various URLs you should probably find it from that so go and donate to that yeah Yeah, yeah. marvellous it's a great cause donate anyway yeah exactly Oh, just a little uh, thing from last week. I foolishly said at the end of the profile, Malcolm Allison uh, managed Bristol City. He didn't. He managed Bristol Rovers. Give him a clip, Luke. <laughs> Hit me out. We all know that. We all know that. It's a typo. Typo. It's a typo. Um, Very right. brave of you for, to, to admit it, though. Uh, yeah, well, just you don't get in as much trouble if you own up. Yeah. <laughs> as you've learned, yeah. which is okay. nice to see. Yeah. From one error to another. Yeah. And something I got right last oh. week is... Yeah. Sorry. Don't ever interrupt a link. Sorry, I didn't realise it was a link. You, you're so seamless nowadays, it's slipped. <laughs> <laughs> I was you, just interrupting. Usually you, 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 yeah, take, you used to take a run-up. Yeah. <laughs> Usually he puts his hand up, does a link, celebrates it himself. Yeah. Then Gets it wrong, does yeah. it again. Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, Go on, Pete. I was just saying that I get a lot of things wrong, so yeah. then it, what I need to do is let, yeah, so I let people know when I get things right. Forget it. I get it. Not <laughs> worth the interruption. Yeah. <laughs> Don't interrupt my legs. Rarely is. 
Um, anyway, uh, from one era to another, uh, Manchester United 2, Spurs 0. Should the Nani goal have stood? Ban James. football, ban football. Yeah. Should we end yeah. it? Uh, well, it's, it's a strange one, isn't it? Because there's about fifteen different parts to this to this goal. It mm. took me so long to just realise what even happened, like watching <laughs> before, it the before, first time. Before you answer, let me just say this might influence your answer. Alex Ferguson thinks it should have stood. Harry Redknapp thinks it shouldn't have stood. Right. <laughs> well, the, the, the argument, obviously, like Nanny handballed it. I don't think it was a penalty at all. So it, it should have been a free kick. The, the, the referee is—is is he saying he didn't see it, or is he saying that he, he played? He said advantage? he employed the advantage principle, is what he said. Right, but the, no advantage came to no. to Spurs. So. I think that's a byword for I didn't really take control that well. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> advantage, advantage. Yeah. I mean, you've mm. got to play to the whistle, obviously, but just, just I don't know. It should it? I don't know. I <laughs> don't know. It's so baffling. <laughs> I, I don't look, know looking, what I think. Looking at the things, it's not even you are the ref. You are the person who has to clear up the ref's mess. So yeah. it's yeah. kind of like <laughs> so, so from what actually happened on the pitch. Yes, it should have stood because simply because uh, he didn't blow up for a goal kick yeah. Or, yeah. Or, a, or a free kick. It yeah. was just it was a big old mess. But I just like the fact that Clattenberg went over to his uh, linesman. And the linesman put his uh, his arm on Clattenberg's he lower did, back. Yeah. He did, yeah. I think quite loving. I think I th- what he whispered into his ear was, "Let's see what Rio Ferdinand thinks." Yeah. <laughs> oh, I, I thought when he put his hand around, it, would it be inappropriate to tango right now? Yeah. <laughs> this is a tender moment in, in, the, in the, the peace in the middle of a storm. Yeah, people, people well, forget. Sorry, it, it was almost like they were both going to start going United, <laughs> United. Yeah. People forget that. Uh, people forget the the most important part of, the, of that goal for me was the fact, the fact that little P ran up the camera going. Nani! <laughs> <laughs> I think he was shouting Nani! Who, who did that? Chikorita. Chikorita. Oh, yeah. It was a wonderful, wonderful moment for the cameras. Well, so, yeah, it was, it's yeah. just such a confusing goal. I mean, where, what do you guys think? What do you think yourself, Marcus? I think the goal should have stood because the referee hasn't blown up. I don't mm. think the referee has really noticed the handball. No. no. The linesman did. And and because and, obviously when the, the Gomez ran over, he was just shouted, "I know." Uh, well, the, yeah, that, that, then free yeah, but, kick. What? Yeah, but the, I think if the referee hasn't given the free kick and he hasn't played advantage, well, you're saying he. Well, what I'm saying, my my take on it is that Nanny went down pretty easily. Uh, he put his hand on the ball, did a Steven Gerrard try to award mm-hmm. himself mm. a penalty, right? The referee's not said, said has waved that away. Mm. So Gomez has, has automatically assumed it's a free kick. Yeah. But what happens sometimes, if you remember, is if a player runs through and he's offside. Yeah, no, no, of course. But the ball runs through to the keeper anyway. Yeah. Sometimes the referee will say, yeah. well, just play on, on you yeah, go. Yeah, that's right. And then Gomez took the decision to throw the ball out, which mm. was a stupid one. He should just kicked it out of his hands. But at the same time, Clattenburg should know a lot better than to a, a, award an advantage and be so vague mm. in, the, in a six-yard box. Yeah, yeah. But I, I don't think he has played advantage. I think Clattenburg's probably seen uh, Nani go through and fallen over and almost maybe put his hand on the ball. Now, clearly he didn't. He, as you say, was trying to award himself a penalty there. And I think Clattenburg's just gone off to forget it and not thought of pl- advantage, free kicks, nothing. He just thought, let's get the game underway yeah, yeah, again. Yeah. And the keeper's gone. And as they said on Match of the Day, and one of the oldest cliches in the book, you play to the whistle. Yeah, you do. And yeah. as... Aaron Fletcher quite rightly said if Nani hadn't have put that in he'd have got a bit of a bollocking yeah, yeah. Well, I don't yeah, think it's Nani's fault no no not but, at all and, and nobody's saying that but Gomez did a weird thing where he threw the ball out he let Nani run up to it and then he but, dived didn't yeah, he yeah exactly it, it was almost as if Nani took it as a free kick I think that's why it was so initially confusing mm. I think people thought Mannion uh, he'd taken Gomez's free kick yeah. almost like the Zaire yeah. player in the, yeah. in the World Cup yeah. all that yeah. time yeah. ago which obviously wasn't the case but it, it's probably what made it so baffling the, to look however, at the, first however there might be something positive out of all this um, Harry Redknapp's 
said um, this was um, he said that he will stop doing post-match interviews if punished for describing <laughs> Manchester United uh, the goal as a farce and he said good luck to them if they want to make an issue out of what I said then I'll make some issues as well he's, contra- he's contractually ab- obliged to yeah. those interviews well, of course he is but he says don't expect me to come out on the TV anymore ever and speak to the press after the game because I won't do it well the, mm. Ferguson did that, did that didn't he but they, they eventually they get in him. trouble yeah they yeah. keep getting fined but Clattenberg was the referee who didn't award the men goal wasn't he <coughs> yeah, yeah. Right. does that preclude him from appearing in World Cup adverts as well I, s- I sincerely hope so in the choir <laughs> sincerely hope well, so well we shall wait um, oh my Sandra my Sandra <laughs> <laughs> go down fast my Sandra play a pasta play a pasta play a pasta he took them to the Champions League he did two points eight games two points eight games that's enough alright um Wolves beat Manchester City 2-1 good win for them yeah mm. well undoubtedly I mean City are in, are in free fall if, um, yeah, yeah, if you jump to mental, conclusions didn't he sorry to interrupt Yaya Torre chucked a mental at Vincent Company. I didn't see in this. the middle of the pit oh and there was Adebayor was moaning as well oh they both yes, were yes no yeah. it was yeah. is it fair to say that Adebayor is quite a divisive figure yeah, I would say so yeah I think that's maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Think probably on Man- his Wikipedia isn't it Man, <laughs> S- Man City is they've got to go to Poland on Thursday then they've got um, West Brom on Sunday and at West Brom and they've got a brilliant home record. Well, there's yeah, all this they talk have, yeah. of. Um, they're doing well, West Brom, aren't they? Yeah. There's all this talk of Mancini, um, sort of the dressing room, sort of being hoping he's going to get sacked soon and stuff like that. And interestingly, Mark Hughes had a better, he did a better record, record at this yeah, time last season. Right. Yeah. So, who knows, who knows what happened? Well, there? Talking to Mark Hughes, he said recently. Um, that when he was at Manchester City he didn't get the applaudits because, uh, for being a man who can pick out a good transfer because of all the um, money and stuff, mm. money being yeah. thrown around and all that sort of stuff uh, but this was in reference is this uh, while he's pursuing Roque Santa Cruz again for <laughs> yeah, well, they're all pursuing Roque Santa Cruz somewhere <laughs> <laughs> say James that's nothing to do with uh, yeah. football but, um, he's uh, fighting a checkbook you're fighting something else yeah, yeah. <laughs> moving on it's a gun <laughs> <laughs> well some people might call some it some chloroform um, it's a deadly weapon and uh, whatever it is <laughs> uh, Fulham 2 Wigan nil. I was there yeah oh yeah right. the deuce see the deuce double yeah oh, <laughs> Clint, Clint, deuce Clint baby yeah. what a what a magnificent double yeah. it was but uh, Mark Hughes talking about because he signed uh, the Mexican fullback Carlos Salcedo for mm. 1.6 million mm. from PSV Steel. and mm. he's a really exciting player great with both feet yeah Really is um, got a good shot on him as well. Fulham's record at home is excellent. Yeah, well, they uh, they need to convert some of the draws into wins. Mm. But they don't concede an awful lot, do they? No, they don't concede an awful lot, as you say. Um, Dembele was looking good as well. I think he's a good. He could be one well. of the signings of the of. Well, I was going to say of the season, but that's a for for the non for the outside of the big four. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, he, of course, he really yeah. does look look the part there. Um, Elsewhere in the Premier League, Aston Villa nil, Birmingham nil in the Brum Derby. Second City Derby. It wasn't on telly that. Yeah. It's a bit of a shame, isn't it? One. Odd. I had some talk of um, like a quota of a certain amount of games of any one team they're allowed to show. Mm. Apparently Villa's way above average. They couldn't show the Second City Derby, which is mental. Prioritise that one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, it's odd. That seems very odd. Anyway, I think that's all for the Premier League. Should we move on to the Championship? Yeah, feel free. Feel free, man. <laughs> <laughs> what could possibly be said that you haven't already texted me? <laughs> after, after the Newcastle-Sunderland game, Pete just sent us all a text. It was just a picture of like nine footballs. Yeah, I tweeted that. <laughs> yeah, that's all. Come on, it was, good. it was good, wasn't it? What happened? There was a North East Well, bl- I just bent scarred a, a late, a late, uh, a late one. Why did he with this? I'm just a bit annoyed at the defending. If I'm. <laughs> <laughs> 
No, no. it was really good. It was, I, was, I got up, because uh, I, I work nights and I, I should be sleeping in until about midday. I woke up about half past nine. I was that excited. Yeah. Like a child. Yeah. And then I spent the rest of the day just sort of going, I'm really tired, but I'm happy tired. <laughs> <laughs> it was, br- from start to finish, it was brilliant. <laughs> just brilliant. Andy Carroll. I love football, specifically yeah. that match. <laughs> Andy Carroll is just like a, he's almost like a cross between a massive American football, I don't know what the positions are, but like a linebacker who just smashes everyone out the way. Mm. But he's actually, uh, you know, really links up play excellent yeah, He plays so well. He looks like one of the characters from Avatar. I think he does. He does. Yeah, yeah. Avatar. So. Yeah, might. good. Yeah. Mm. Very much so. Yeah. I like that. Nice yeah, it was. Um, it was. Good. I just thought. Um, I've not seen Amiobi play quite so well for I'll tell you what Usually he just comes on Ruins a match by just falling over And <laughs> losing the ball Amiobi's second turn, goal Second goal Which was their fourth goal Was it yeah. What a finish Carroll yeah. off the Carroll off the bar That is wonderful technique There was no one in the goal To be fair Luke It was There was somebody in the goal Wasn't there Yeah it was, It, it was doesn't run back on It was, it was uh, a beautiful technique A scissor kick Yeah he loved it It was beautiful A notable uh, Newcastle blog that, I d- that is wonderful And I trust it With my absolute Newcastle life So to speak mm. um, Not worth anything I was going to say Came up with the following uh, Kevin Nolan's goal Was as good as uh, Berbatov's The overhead kick The overhead kick But uh, it won't get the plaudits It was nowhere near as good as Berbatov's <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> It was unmarked in the six yard Can you trust that thing With your life yeah. I thought they'd really let them down the thing about, the thing about Nolan is he's got a better than one in three scoring record for Newcastle. Wow. You know, you've got to give him credit for that. That's a championship though, right now. Keep oh, it, yeah, yeah, sorry, you've got to score him. You've got to score him. He's always on the negative. Yeah, well, exactly. I mean, there's a championship. Norman, isn't he? Norman. now uh, top, top 13, uh, yeah. one of our top 13 strikers. Oh, God. Uh, you got to love Amiobi. He's scored as many as, almost as many as Andy Cole, but he's taken about five times. <laughs> yeah, he's been his whole career and he's now about 40 years old. I'd much rather be mates with Amiobi than Andy Cole. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah, Andy Cole. I told you about Andy Cole. He's just so boring. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, right, that does conclude the Premier League roundup. Um, and it is a roundup. Yeah, and and here we go for the Championship. Cardiff are top. Mm. QPR are not top of the league mm, anymore. No. What is going on? Still Jim? a nice little cushion, though, isn't there? Between uh, two, them and the playoff places. Very much. Uh, two Welsh sides uh, sitting in the top three mm. there. KISSING. Probably doubt it between them two, actually. No. Yeah, there's I wouldn't a, have thought so. There's the big derby next uh, next week. Boothroyd's yeah. Boothroyd's banned for it, unfortunately, because yeah. he got his fifth yellow. He did indeed. Sad. Bad start for uh, Tony Mowbray. Middlesbrough lose. Mm. Um, to fellow strugglers, Bristol City. But. Well, they're not strugglers anymore. Again. Another win. Three yeah. po- uh, Flying I'm, I'm going to get this wrong. But we're about three points off fourth or something. Yeah, you're one point off the playoffs. Yeah, it's great stuff. Portsmouth. Yeah, there's five You should wins probably spend games. a lot of money yeah. on making sure you I get demand, the Premier League. Uh, and then, uh, James, is this too early to demand a transfer war chest? Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm about to do that. Do we need a war um, chest for January. Maybe a good cup run. Yeah, a <laughs> cup run, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah well, I saw, uh, I think you tweeted this, Steve Cottrell being interviewed. Oh, he's a nice fellow, isn't he? Lovely f- I've met Steve Cottrell, actually. Okay. Brilliant. He's just so enthusiastic and so yeah. genuine and honest. And a lovely man way. to talk to. Yeah. And, I, and he's... He, Is that the only way he'd get the job? Yeah, I think Maybe so. he's the only person that would take it. Yeah, I can turn <laughs> this around. It's be all right. But he's the type of guy I'd imagine you'd need in that situation. Very positive, very yeah. enthusiastic, oh, the thing very is, upbeat, and ab- the players would want to play for him. Absolutely right. But James, you are right in what you say. I mean, he's a sort of bloke that if you rang up at like four in the morning and said, oh, I'm late for the airport, can you give me a lift? Got, he would do it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, no worries. Yeah, no, I'll be round. Yeah, no problem. I'll make <laughs> you a cup of coffee. James, James is thinking, all I've got to do is acquire his phone number. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but seriously, though, Steve Cottrell was, I've said this before, he, he's always thrown his hat into the rig over yeah, the yeah, yeah. The only sort of slight question mark is that I've not seen it his record's always been pretty good um, I've not seen him man- 
manager club where there's actual big expectations mm. and he's really mm. kicked on and he's and maybe been given a bit of money so we don't know what's going to happen there but at the moment I'm loving it well, it ain't going to happen at Portsmouth is it really well, for a while <laughs> 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 oh we won 5-1 against the right <laughs> pathetic Pete pathetic so <laughs> obvious but I think though that you say about the expectations well when he took over at Portsmouth what were the expectations no, you know so yeah. get relegated no, Pompey <laughs> home a lot I mean he's managed clubs he's managed Nottingham Forest before he managed Portsmouth yeah. you know, so uh, at the time I remember being overjoyed to get him because as you rightly say Mark because no one else would touch the job mm. you know fair enough yeah. I like his accent as well. Yeah. Don't even enough of that accent in football, do you? Uh, Holloway. Holloway, that's it. Ian yeah. Holloway. Yeah. He went mental the other week and we didn't mention it. <laughs> You're wrong! Yeah, yeah. yeah. He said that thing about... Sort um, your life out. He said yeah. if you if you spend... Twafer. Twafer. Yeah. <laughs> You're wrong! <laughs> if, it's something like if you spend 25 years paying, paying a mortgage um, to own your house and then your house walks off, you're not going to be too pleased, are <laughs> you? Right? No! Oh, no, caravan, I wouldn't! If you had a caravan, it could roll down a hill. Yeah. <laughs> oh no, my caravan! I knew oh. I should have got a static one. It's fallen down a broad. <laughs> <laughs> it's fallen down abroad. Abroad. Dear North idea. abroad. Wafer. 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 That's enough of the Ian Holloway isms. Wrong. <laughs> <laughs> that was more Northern Irish, wasn't it? Yeah. I'm um, a bit of an Irish then. Let's so. go north of the border to the SPL. Um, Rangers drop points at home to Inverness Cali. They're doing well, aren't they? They got promoted mm. last season. They're doing excellently well. Uh, very well. The one thing I wanted to point out in the SPL over the weekend, which was one of my goals of the weekend, I think, was um, Eremenko for Hearts. Talk us through it. Scoring a lovely goal for Kilmarnock. Oh, sorry, did I say for Hearts? Against yeah, Hearts? It's against Please Hearts, forgive yeah. me, everybody. I haven't seen it, so I need you to talk me through it. Uh, it was for Kilmarnock. Great win for Kilmarnock, 3-0. Uh, it was um, towards the end of the game. The goalkeeper was... Off oh, his line for yeah, me Yeah he was No he was <laughs> off his line He was probably about Seven or eight yards off his line Aramanka picked up the ball Sort of 25-30 yards out chip It was just But it was effortless precision You don't see enough chips at chip? Well it was a side-footing Side-footed curler chip You don't, you don't see enough chips these days We're starting to say Every week In response to a chip That you don't see enough chips <laughs> When will this stop? Well no I don't think it When there are enough <laughs> When <laughs> stop. Best, the Would best, you call it a chip Pete? I'm I wouldn't sure call it a chip No, no. it was a side-foot it was, it was Rooney-esque for me To be yeah. honest it was, a be- it was a beautiful deft I, I would use that word But the yeah. Great thing it was, Burkamp. Yes, but the, the the sun was shining um, through a crack in the not a bit of crack like just a, a partition <laughs> in the stadium. So he came out of effectively a window of light. Yeah. So I, I honestly think that the uh, keeper didn't see it because of that because he, he was just a big golden man. Keeper wouldn't have saved it. Should have won a visor. Should have yeah. Uh, taking your advice. <laughs> um, <laughs> or now <laughs> should have interjected there. I think. Um, uh, thanks, uh, Scottish. Division 1 uh, Some bad news there For Dundee They've been docked 25 points For going into administration Yeah and there's some Transfer embargo on them As well yeah, that Seems right, fair yeah. It's a tax bill I think £350,000 Something like that that's Unless there's like An Al Qaeda training camp In their yeah. ground It's just kind of harsh <laughs> I don't think Points deduction Will deter them From what they want to do <laughs> We've done this before if that is who, the case James Who are they punishing there You know it's, yeah. it's, it's mad The trouble is I think that Dundee They also went into Administration in 2003 But one of these things Mark is that we all agree that something needs to be done to stop this happening but I just think it, the punishments that are being dished out and uh, being a fan of a club who's had this happen to them quite recently <laughs> the, the door is being locked straight Mar- the horse is already gone mm. you know you've got to stop this at the source you've mm. got to prevent it rather than try and cure it it's an yeah, incredibly yeah. harsh penalty as well 25 points yeah. they're I mean, on minus 11 minus now. 11 it's, this, I mean, it's 20 behind the nearest two. and there's a deterrent and then there's excessive force the mm. thing the thing that it's, it's like Mutu's ban or something <laughs> Mutu's, uh, <laughs> Mutu's fine. but the thing is these things don't happen overnight you don't lose 
lose 20 million quid in, you know, in, overnight. Yeah. It happens yearly. That People... lottery bloke did. For all you know, this could have been a crazy night at the casino, Pete. But it, it could have I, been I just think I just think as soon as um, finances get to a state where you're taking out a, a massive loan, there should be some sort of uh, some sort of force almost, like a yeah, Premier League yeah. force. Or Can a... they consolidate all of their existing decks into one manageable Premier League should start up one yeah. of those companies. Yeah. Uh, we should just start year zero. Right, nobody's got any money. Yeah. You've got yeah. to make your own money. Maybe yeah. we should do it. <laughs> it's not a computer game, Pete. It's all types of cheating. <laughs> Unlimited funds. Right, well, let's go from Scottish Division 1 to Serie A. Yes, why Serie not? A. Um, <laughs> Milan versus Juventus. What a fixture. Yeah. Mm. Milan versus Juventus. It's to get the pulse classic. racing. A little bit of respect yeah. there, ladies and gentlemen. Let's just all sit back while our pulses race. Mm-hmm. <laughs> think of the black and the and the red versus the black and the white. Marvelous, yeah. absolutely yeah. marvelous. Um, uh, Del Piero got the winner and a two-one win, and he's now the all-time leading goal scorer in Serie A for Juventus. Yes, yeah. great place to do it, the San Siro, to oh, get that record. I think I thought Milan were a bit unlucky actually. I did. Yeah, they I played very that. well, didn't they? Yeah. Zibra yeah. in particular was uh, yeah. on fire. Mm. Well, him and Pato both played well. I, mm. I didn't watch the game live, but it was repeated. Um, uh, and so. the, sorry, no, it wasn't. I, I sky passed it and I watched it, and yeah, um, yeah I thought they were, I, I didn't know the result, and I thought um, Milan were, were going to win, especially yeah. at home. Yeah. yeah, Pato was kind of responsible for the first goal, and it? it was a really, really heavy touch. Was. Gave the ball Get away, away. sucker punched really, but yeah. it's good to see Juventus, you know, not cheating, isn't it? I've, I've got I'll tell you, it was great to see play for Milan. Alessandro Nesta yeah, 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 yeah. come on yeah. Hey, you're having, that's royalty right there he's been going right. for some time yeah. hasn't he and I hope he goes on some man as well. oh. one of the man. great defenders of our sort of generation I'd say. absolutely yeah. Yeah. Some, would, some would argue the greatest if it wasn't for injury mm. I wouldn't be one of those people I, gonna, people I thought you were going to say if it wasn't for myself mm. you know? <laughs> the great thing about good defenders really good defenders clean sheets sure clean shorts Eh? Uh, the best defenders have clean shorts <laughs> John Terry listen to that <laughs> yeah yeah Danny yeah. Mills <laughs> yeah. right um, uh, yeah so they, they did lose 2-1 Milan um, there were 10 games this weekend in, in Serie A as there normally is 11 clean sheets within <laughs> those 10 <laughs> games yeah. only 13 goals scored now obviously there was a stereotype back in the day of a very low scoring league yeah. that's just done that stereotype a world of good yeah, I suppose as, yeah. But, um, yeah interesting little stats um, we'll stay in Serie A for um, a little bit longer because there's reports coming from the Sampdoria camp that the club have requested Sampdoria good quicker Uh, very excellent Excellent. Um, (laughs) that they've requested permission to terminate Antonio Cassano's contract permission with who? Um, themselves no the league the league the oh, league okay, authorities right. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> asking themselves and this is apparently this is because a horrifying development well yeah. uh, you'll be um, until he goes to St Pauli James yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh god well yeah. you'll be um, surprised take the sausage train <laughs> you'll be surprised or, or perhaps not to know that um, uh, Cassano had a bit of an altercation with club president <laughs> Riccardo uh, Garone but you know what this was don't you apparently mm. uh, Riccardo Garone invited Cassano to a party and mm. Cassano didn't want to go yeah because he wanted to stay with his pregnant Wife, yeah. which I think is completely reasonable. Now I don't know how Cassano th- expressed th- that he didn't want to do yeah. this, which is, is probably where the issue really is. Pregnant. Yeah. <laughs> he's his nan dead. Hang on a minute. <laughs> hang on a minute. So Cassano turned down a party. So I think Garone thought he's taking the piss out of me. Yeah. And he's not having that. But Cassano but doesn't sound like Cassano. But he went mental. Cassano. But the thing is, the, the, remember last year? I think it was. It might have been January, but it, and it could have even been both. That. Um, 
Cassano refused to leave Sampdoria. I think he was linked with, with Fiorentina, maybe. Mm. And he refused to go because he said his relationship with Garoni was excellent and he could never imagine playing for anyone else. Yeah. How times have changed. <laughs> yeah. Mm. I think he just makes it up as he goes along, though, doesn't he, Cassano? His opinions of everything in his life probably change from day to day. It's yeah. probably why he's so tempestuous. Mm, uh, the temperament of uh, those involved in Italian football. Mm. Who would have thought? Um, right, well, uh, staying with that kind of <laughs> theme of um, footballers being a bit funny in Serie A, Adrian Mutu is back. Why oh, didn't he punch someone? From a, ten, mm. uh, from a ten-month drug ban. Um, but he did break a waiter's nose during a meal celebrating his friend's daughter's baptism. Inappropriate. Um, yeah. Mihailovic did Where say... Where to start? Mihailovic did say, we are sorry for the waiter. Maybe we will invite him to a game. <laughs> So oh, I just watch Mutu play. <laughs> yeah. not, Do you want another guy who just broke your nose? Do you want to watch him for an hour and a half? You won't have to pay. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, yeah, it doesn't actually say that to be fair. He says, oh, we'll just, just invite him. him yeah. Yeah. If, if this was a hilarious sitcom, it would cut to Mutu having a shot and smashing the way his nose <laughs> yeah. in the crowd. But he says maybe we'll invite him, so he's still undecided. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yeah, um, uh, other odd happenings in uh, <laughs> European football in the Champions League when uh, Barcelona played Copenhagen. Yeah. Jose Pinto, the Barcelona goalkeeper, he's been fined for gross unsporting <laughs> conduct. Um, this was because uh, when Cesar Santin of uh, Copenhagen he ran through on goal against mm. uh, the Barcelona goalkeeper, yeah. and Pinto starts waving his arm and whistling, trying to, pr- to pretend to do the ref's whistle. Have you yeah. got to be some amazing whistler to get it. Yeah, yeah, because he was, <laughs> that was just over the halfway line as well. I remember seeing that, and when Santin stops, I just thought, "You idiot! Yeah. You absolute <laughs> child! What have you done? <laughs> yeah. You don't belong." in the Champions League and it turned <laughs> out I was wrong it was just Pinto with a bit of gamesmanship yeah, but yeah. that is an impressive whistle you're right Guardiola's defended him saying he does it all the time it's it's that doesn't make it alright no, what he does is he does that as a signal to get the players all back to a certain position or something yeah. that's what he, it's probably bollocks but that's yeah. what he makes it. He, he defended him in a Mourinho-esque way yeah, like yeah, a Julio-esque yeah. way I was going to say he's, he, 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 he does it to eating. call his dog yeah, yeah. he was eating the grass yeah. I think we say. Um, also in Barcelona uh, staying with them Javi he's trying to sign uh, Johan Gorkouf yes he is he's, on he's, behalf of Barcelona yeah, he, <laughs> was, he, was, he came out um, um, today I think it was which would be the Monday saying um, oh, Gorkouf is, is a perfect type of Barcelona player or something like that like, oh come on has he got a Barcelona face or something <laughs> oh I, I, no I don't think he said anything like that <laughs> oh, no, Ber- I'm sure sorry I'm getting confused Berlusconi said that uh, Mara Balotelli had a Rossoneri face <laughs> that time. I think <laughs> Mario Balotelli's got a Rossoneri face. Doesn't quite work. Rossoneri face. Um, it does work. I think. <laughs> Make it work. I think that um, that Xavi and Harry Redknapp together as a force could just sign anybody or try to. Anyway. I would lose respect for Xavi the moment he was <laughs> in the same room as Redknapp. Do you remember when Redknapp was trying to sign uh, Diego Forlan during the World Cup? Yeah. yeah, he wants to come. He's told me. <laughs> he told me and Sandra. <laughs> Signal to my telly. Maybe that's why he signed Sandra. He thought he was signing Sandra. <laughs> Sandra no Sandra no. he's always going on about Sandra fair enough Go I'd on. like to talk about Ronaldinho Go on. Go on. he's been recalled uh, to mm. the Brazilian side mm. from the manager Menezes mm. uh, joining up with teammates uh, AC Milan teammates Rubinho Thiago Silva and Pato um, our South American Brazilian writer Rupert said that in his piece for us this week that actually yep. Menezes is really really being cynical and being such a populist he's dropping all the Dunga players he knows Dunga is mm. really unpopular yep. getting Ronaldinho back in just to get the public on side That's right. <laughs> saying all the right things I don't know if it well, a lot of people it. said that um, Dunga should have taken Ronaldinho to the World Cup because I think mainly Ronaldinho yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly yeah. and our 
themselves to be well, fair. Well, no, Fernando Duarte was saying that as well. Mm. I think that um, Ronaldinho would probably be a classic Brazilian player in the sense of no matter how he's playing for his club he would just raise yes. it for Brazil and they, and they are a real uh, sort of like Rob Rubinho really yeah he'd be perfect another perfect yeah. example Baptista even yeah, yeah. Oh, There's maybe, a lot of examples. Maybe Capello needs to uh, take David Beckham's buck fit, isn't he? <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. I thought you meant actually get Ronaldinho. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Ter- Terry Butcher's. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, Terry Butcher, manager of uh, Inverness Caledonian Thistle, doing all right. Yeah. yeah, doing well. Well, exactly. Okay, get him in to manage. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> the no, team. no, 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 not not yet. There's still no place in the Brazilian side for Hernandez of Lazio or Hulk of FC Porto. Hernandez uh, is a surprising one. I fancy them to get a call up. H- or Hulk, as they call him in Brazil, according to Andy Bressel, Ulki. Ulki <laughs> smash yeah. That's right well, um, well we've been talking about some great players Gentlemen Let's talk about some more The World Player of the Year nominees Ballon d'Or has been announced And um, in amongst the Xavi's and the Dani Alves And the Casillas and the Ronaldo's And so on and so forth There is no Gabriel Melito you're not happy with that, no. No? I am fuming. Do you mean Diego Melito? Him as well. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe I just... What a slip of the tongue. Yeah. Um, there's no Diego Melito. Mm. No. Uh, no English player. No, 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 probably for the best. Yeah. Uh, Melito, no, to is, me, would be... A shocker. Yeah, he'd that be that the top three. I mean, uh, Asamo Jan's in there, and obviously he had a great World Cup on that, but I think he's in there based on that. But um, imagine if he won. That would you, I don't think he will win. Won, I don't think he will no, win. absolutely. But, <laughs> but I, I think that... I, I would I would just slightly interject to say that I think Jan had a good World Cup and had a good African Cup of Nations he did, yeah, yeah. and he's, he's, an, he's an African representative I'm not, I'm not doubting Jan's ability at all or the fact that he's had a good year but it, there are players in there that aren't going to win frankly and I yeah. think Milito deserves that recognition it's got to be Dalavia for me Do you Samuel Eto'o surely Messi's going to win it the year he's had yeah, the calendar year. I, like, I think Damavia is, and, and, and it sounds strange to say because everyone knows who he is. But Damavia for me is, is intensely underrated. Well, there's stuff, there's stuff in the Spanish press at the moment saying like oh, is not not scoring enough goals. He's like, but, but he is. Yeah, he factually is. And he, and he, and he, uh, he owns every, just about every Spanish national team record worth having yeah. as well. And, he, and he's still got good, arguably, especially ahead of him. You know, I would be surprised if there's a player in the top three that is not um, Xavi. Uh, Danny, uh, David Villa Wesley Snyder or who was the other one I was going to go for Diego Forlan so none of you think Messi is in with the shout no I think he is in with the shout but I would like to see Forlan win it I'd like to see Villa win it Yeah, I, I think I know it's odd and it should be just for the best player but I mean everyone knows Messi's brilliant yeah. you know give it to a player that's really improved and done well and, and really performed above expectations at the highest level Forlan's done that apparently Snyder's the favourite but historically surely that's not why the, that's there surely no it's not it's the best no. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, I think if you look at Schneider's year he's won the treble mm. and he's got to the World Cup final and he was yeah. a big part of all that mm. you know. no it's all true all true but, you know Diego Melito was on the treble as well just because he didn't yeah. play at the World Cup shocking quite frankly and PK's not in there as well I'm surprised at that uh, coach There's of the general year general defender bias though isn't it yeah, he's, oh, yeah. Uh, coach of the year I, I think Jose treble yeah, about yeah. Treble. Oh, yeah. It's a treble season. Come on. Um, uh, right then. Well, we've talked about the Ballon d'Or. We're going to talk about something equally as important. <sighs> Paul the Octopus has died. <sighs> Pete? <sighs> Don't care. Never cared. So I can't t- be a turncoat now. 
Well, I will not dance in his grave, but I will not cry upon it either. Is watery grave, so you wouldn't know that I was crying. Cried into it because <laughs> the, the tears would be wet as well. So, well, crying underwater must according, be a weird experience. <laughs> according to Zhang Zhao, who is the director of the forthcoming thriller entitled "Who Killed Paul the Octopus." Oh my God! Have they, is this a documentary? Have they, have they killed him for hate, the sake of the documentary? News. Peter, your agent signed you on for this. So, yeah. this film. Um, he uh, sorry, Zhao reckons that Paul the Octopus has been dead for at least three months. Um, uh, Zhang told uh, The Guardian that uh, she was 60 to 70% sure that Paul the Octopus had died um, two days like before... like a sort of weekend at Bernie stuff <laughs> during the World Cup? Uh, apparently uh, Paul had died two days before the World Cup final and was secretly replaced by his keepers. Uh, she said, octopuses all look the same, it's impossible to tell the difference. Imagine who's literally replaced by his keepers. Can you reach out with octopuses? Can you not just put, like, I don't know, a lady's uh, intimate vibrator in, into, each its, into each of its arms. It would just flop around a little bit. <laughs> yeah, it would move around. around. There's an experiment. Well, well, we well, I, I'd that. just like to say that, um, that, that I don't think that's true because a spokeswoman for the aquarium said we can absolutely assure you that um, he died last night of course this is when mm. the story broke uh, he was about two and a half which is the average age for an octopus he died a simple and straightforward death yeah <laughs> what they shot him in the head <laughs> yeah, that's a very <laughs> odd term for a death one of the things I heard is that and I read this that he wasn't actually born in England he was born in Italy but, but the tabloid press just ran with it oh it doesn't matter <laughs> <laughs> it's, a, it's a hateful indictment of our news agencies well, I've got, all right <laughs> <laughs> On that note, I'm going to Diego Corner. <laughs> Quickly. Yeah, it's the safest place. It's yeah. Diego Corner. <laughs> Diego Corner. Yeah. There we go. Um, this is the saddest birthday of my life. Oh no! Oh, He's just turned it. fifty, ladies and gentlemen. Said, Di said El Diego when he turned fifty. Uh, <laughs> it's not a poem. I started it off a bit like a poem. It's not mm. a poem. Um, <laughs> It's the one I don't want to celebrate. I have something inside my chest that is stopping me celebrating. I imagined myself as coaching the Argentina team. Well, you did. Yeah. Being without it has left me very sad. When we went out of the World Cup, my pain started. <laughs> <laughs> he went on to say, Is it hard to give Maradona a present? No, no. When you are great... <laughs> When you are great, it is not difficult. I never had the present I dreamt about the most. The best present would have been Argentina. Hang on. Bit ambitious. He's he's he, wants he said it's not hard to give me a present. All I want is to be manager of my national yeah. football. Well, no, no. He's, he's saying he wants the whole country by the sounds of it. <laughs> I think it's very hard to give this man a present. It's like Prospero's bloody monologue. He, <laughs> he said, when I blow out the candles, I will wish to return to coaching Argentina. It's not going to happen. Um, he's not that bothered about it, though, because he also went on to say, yes, of course, I would like to manage a Premier League team. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I would really love it. It has great teams at an exceptional level with great players. I was looking at Arsenal and Chelsea, and I've talked to Kevin Keegan. That won't get you. <laughs> that won't oh, get you anywhere. God, to be yeah. a fly on that wall. Guess what he said about Kevin Keegan? Everything is so professional. <laughs> the only problem is... <laughs> All about context, really, isn't it? <laughs> All the teams I like in England have good coaches. If any important job comes along, I will accept it. Good. Brilliant. He also said he was delighted that Paul the Octopus had died. No, no, they're, they're not sure if that's an official Twitter. Oh, account. really? I, I thought it was attributed to him away no, from no, Twitter. No. Okay, but there was a, there was a rumor going around that he'd said, "I'm yeah. glad you're dead, Psychic Octopus." If that's the case, it's probably not from Diego. <laughs> that is believable. I'd imagine he thinks that. I'll be back to the, I'll be back at the ramble table in a minute. Marvelous. <laughs> you trundle over. Hmm. Is it time for an email section? I think it bloody is. Emails! Here they come. James, 
Would you like to go first? I'll go first, shall I? Yeah. Good day to you, Ramble Chaps. Oh, hello. Uh, I right. have a question of football philosophy to put to you. I'm the worst kind of Man United fan in that I'm from London, have no connection whatsoever to Manchester and have, in fact, never been to a game. How'd this get I in? St- <laughs> <laughs> I started supporting United when, as a six-year-old, they were the only team one could beat my cousin with on sensible soccer. Over the years, <laughs> I've tried various ludicrous justifications for my fandom, but now I've finally gotten sick of the abuse and jibes from my mostly Arsenal-supporting London mates. As a result, this season, I'm going to try and switch my support to Fulham they're the closest club to me and also well they're just sort of nice so my question for you <laughs> is is it possible to truly realign one's football allegiance although I intend to start going to games and giving a shit about whether Zamora gets in the England squad I'm certain that when it comes down to it I'll still be looking out for Man United's results first can you really ever change and if so who would you change to that is from James Simmons in London no he seems <laughs> quite worried I think he can if in his case, he's kind of thinking, I should really support a more local side. A friend of mine changed from um, Man United to Bradford City for the same reason. Um, yeah, but I'm sure he, he still likes Man United as well, though. Uh, I think he kind of more fell out of love with football, which for is me, a shame. For me, I would, ne- I would never change. No, but it's, never. No, but it's you, different you do support you. your hometown club, don't yeah, you? Yeah, so. yeah absolutely. And, right, yeah. The, and it's the only team there. Mm. I, I know what you mean. I know what you're saying. For me, if, if you stick your neck out, and, you, and I know the, the difficulty comes with the decision that you have to make normally when you're really young. So you may go, you may go on regretting mm. it. I mean, there's obviously been loads of times, regardless it's my hometown club, that I wish I hadn't bothered supporting Pompey when they got <laughs> battered every week. <laughs> yeah. But that's just the way it goes. I mean, I can remember one quite clear Clearly, when I, I went to Fratton Park, I was really—I I got off work early, got in trouble with my boss, went over to Fratton Park midweek, uh, home league cup tie to Leighton Orient. Mm. We went one nil up, and we lost four one <laughs> at home to Leighton. <laughs> it was absolutely hammering it down. I was freezing cold at that point. Yeah, I probably thought, yeah, I fancy Milan actually. <laughs> I went supporting them, but you can't. Simple yeah, as that. No, I mean, no, no, I, no. I've met a lot of Man United fans. I must say, who when they tell me who they support are a, a kind of almost apologetic, and then go on to love the game, understand the game, and have a real passion for it. No, no I, of course. I, yeah. I don't think it actually matters as much as people think. I mean, if you're if you are a plastic fan and you you gloat when your team's winning, but you don't actually know anything about it, then you know they're the worst kind of fans. And I think they, that from, disappears. By the way. Absolutely, that, it's not I think that. that disappears as you get older. I think this is more a thing that's kind of relevant when you're a kid. Yeah, I, I, th- I think I think it depends on on why you're changing. Says the Essex Arsenal supporter. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think it depends why you're changing, and I think this guy he's kind of thinking oh, I'd like to support a more local team, uh, so on and so forth. I think that's fair enough. Well, these boys, James Simmons from London, these boys say, "Yeah, go on." I say, "Grow a pair." <laughs> okay. Yeah. I've got an email. Oh, lads. You are an uh, email. This is from Nick Grant. Hello, uh, Nick. Hello, Nick. He says, Hi, team. Hello. Uh, first and, firstly, I'm a recent discoverer of your podcast, and I am very grateful that I have. It's fantastic, funny, informative, and entertaining. Oh, Nick. Oh, <laughs> that's how you get an email on the show. <laughs> did, you, did you write that piece? <laughs> it's, it's, I apologise, Nick, if that's not your word. In viral. <laughs> yeah. uh, the reason for my email is to comment on your piece about El Clasico between the mighty Penarol and the unmitigated scum that are Nacional. <laughs> oh, he's uh, put his allegiance down already. <laughs> yeah, Cards much. on the table. Well, this guy's not a naturalised uh, Uruguayan. Uh, I am an Englishman born and bred who moved down to Uruguay around three years ago in order to live with my wife, who is Uruguayan, and born and raised within a few minutes of the Centenario Stadium. Ah, he's got me the old family trick. (laughs) (laughs) Since living here, I'm lucky to have witnessed a lot of live footballers. It's easy to access and incredibly affordable compared to the prices in the UK. Having said that, no game I have ever witnessed comes close to the intensity of the Classico. I've seen a few of these games in my time here, but uh, I can say none of them are really about football. I would describe the Classico as anger management group therapy 
therapy on a national scale. Regardless if the fixture is home and away, the stadium is split exactly down the middle with support therefore being roughly 50-50. The B teams play first, which is <laughs> which is just an excuse to build up the anger and excitement of That's the main great. event. That's like a support band. <laughs> <laughs> it's been the crossbar challenge, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, this is where families become divided, hate boils over, and each half of the stadium sings songs at each other, which are mostly about the opposition fans being complete idiots, etc., etc., and how they're going to kill each other. Uh, <laughs> as, I, as I explained, the game really seconds t- takes second fiddle to this activity unless a goal <laughs> is scored. At these games, both teams throw paper in the air and set off fireworks and flares during the game. The funniest moment I've seen was when one of the National flares set fire to a large section of the terrace and people had to scatter to either end of the stand until the fire died down. Remember, this is South America, so health and safety are more like loosely followed guidelines. Can you imagine? Well, they're non-existent. Yeah, it's pretty much. Can you imagine if, like, a fire happened at, say, Villa Park and the game carried on? <laughs> well, that's basically what that is. Well, the, yeah. ga- the game continued without the interference of the referee, police or fire service and the crowd were left to deal the with... fire the- service were there and didn't do anything. The crowd were left to deal with the flames on their own. As Awful. I recall, Penarol went, to, uh, went on to win the game 1-0. Keep the good work. Kind regards, Nick Grant. Great to have an email yeah. from Uruguay. Nick Brilliant. 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 That Thank is you, wonderful Nick stuff. Good lad. Thank you very much for that. Pete, uh, has blown me away. Pete, should we go into the the, the, the mental world of the internet <laughs> yeah. and, do, and do the footballramble.com forum topic of the week? Yeah, yeah. Pete, should we? TM. <laughs> <laughs> what is the uh, forum topic of the week? The forum topic of the week this week is... Um, Actually, what is your most obscure football-related claim to fame? Who, who came up with it? Was a, it was... I, I, I think it was a, a girl called Lizzie Lulu, actually. Yeah, well oh, done. Well, um, there was loads Good of to her. get some oestrogen on the floor. Yeah, exactly right. <laughs> there's, God not, there's, there's not been provided by James, a.k.a. Ellen DeGeneres. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Pete, did you, did you condense it down to a couple of... Uh, uh, I did, there's a couple of beauties on here. Like, really sort of, like, t- tedious, lame sort of so, spots, I so think. The, is. the point is, it's got to be obscure. It can't yeah. be, oh, I used to, you know, it, my dad is Dennis Law. It, it can't needs be. To <laughs> be <laughs> needs to be a bit rubbish. That's yeah. going at the end, my dad is Dennis Law. Bought for Lukey Moore. Friendly Badger says uh, I was behind John Barnes in the queue at Metro Centre McDonald's in 1998 he's been there ever since <laughs> yeah. he's been there ever since <laughs> I like that uh, Chris Waddle's wild pe- pelanty uh, a, girl I, a girl I went to uni with uh, worked in the Ted Baker store one day Des Walker came in I love Des Walker and said she should have got me his autograph she offered to get me the receipt for his switch payment which would have contained a signature <laughs> <laughs> that's still illegal. counts still counts that's like a couple of steps away from identity theft. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> A couple of others that are on—I uh, haven't got a, a name for them. I sent an email for, to Jack, Jack Lester at uni as he was studying at the same establishment. He didn't return, and uh, I, I sent Steve Nichol a, a poem about the time he fell in the lake and was on nine nine nine. He sent me an autograph. Finally, <laughs> oh. <laughs> nice. for now, actually, yeah, Johnny Gabriel with the beauty. Uh, when I was about ten, I played tennis against Uwe Rosler. <laughs> <laughs> That's Great it. stuff. Well, more, more, more of those next week. Uh, that's, <laughs> a, that's all. That sort of stuff. Do we have any, our, any ourselves? Uh, I, I've told you the John Jensen f off story, haven't I? I'm Tell us again. Tell us again. Um, a good friend of mine waited outside the Sonnet Hotel in Southampton when Arsenal came to town against Southampton, obviously in the Premier League way back when. And he waited outside all day for the autograph for the players to come out. When they came out, he mm. asked for all the autograph. And his favourite player was John Jensen. Mm. And, uh, Odd. No, no, that's weird. And they, he waited for ages. Ian Wright came out, gave him his autograph, all that sort of stuff. Everyone else was really fine, really nice. John Jensen came out and he went, Oh, John, I'm a big fan. Can I have your autograph? And my mate was about 10 and he went, <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> Incredible stuff. Yeah, Outrageous. I love stuff like that. But yeah, the um for that sort of stuff. Um, yeah, the forum's over there. Go and enjoy yourself. I, 
I've got one. Um, I don't actually remember this happening, but a friend of mine assures that I was there and this did happen. Um, <laughs> we, we were quite young and we were on the district line and Frank Lampard, Frank Lampard Jr., as he, he was, was, then, was yeah. he was known at the time, was on there as well. And he was really just breaking through as like a youngster at West Ham. And um, my friend recognised him. Uh, he was a West Ham supporter. And um, as we got off the tube, my friend said to him, I'm Frank Lampard. And apparently just baffled Frank. <laughs> what did he do? <laughs> he didn't do anything. He just looked really confused. Like, I thought that was me. Yeah. Sort of thing. <laughs> I yeah. thought there was only two oh. Frank Lampards. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Wonderful. Right. Um, it's player profile time. Ooh, and I, I like say player bit. because it is a player. Yeah. Good. No, we've, we've no Uruguayan derby this time, people. No. Right. We've, we've already done that, so it'd be rubbish with it again. Yeah. Yeah. Repetitive. Yeah. Um, does anybody know anybody called Leslie Ferdinand? Oh. Hey. <laughs> Can you use his full name, please? Celez yeah. <laughs> Can you believe this, Pete? We're going to be doing Les Ferdinand. I've already, I've already got Beardsley in now. I'm happy. I'm fine. Yeah. But it, yes, he's making up a Newcastle Super Team. Yeah. Is he? It's, well, he's lobbying for Steve Watson as much as often yeah. as possible. Scott Sellers next. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, he was born on the eighth eighth of December, nineteen sixty six. Oh, just over six months before the summer of love. Possibly what triggered it off. Yeah, <laughs> I'd, I'd say so. Yeah, <laughs> such glory. <laughs> Oh, I'd have a summer of love with him. <laughs> yeah. Now you would. I'd have yeah. a full season in and a half. Yeah. <laughs> right, well... In his half. Do you know he's got an MBE? Yeah, that's why he's known as Celeste, isn't it? And an unofficial... <laughs> <laughs> nah, he was known as that before. He was known as that before, Jimbo. And an unofficial knighthood. Yeah. Um, June Sarpong's got an MBE. Yeah. Yeah. Right. But this profile's not about her, Jane. No. <laughs> She's going in at some and point. And it never will be. Let's not, <laughs> let's not just list people who've got an MBE. Yeah, we might be here for some time. Um, Joe Kalsaki. Oh, no, stop it! I don't know stop if he has I just made that up. He's not listing. Um, <laughs> he should have. Now we he all hasn't. know um, Les Ferdinand uh, primarily because he's the cousin of Rio Ferdinand. Well, um, but he did have his own career, <laughs> <laughs> believe it or not. Um, uh, can I just start off by saying superb jumping ability? Oh, mm. absolute weapon in the air! <laughs> weapon in the air! It was less it float. It's like Batman. Do you know what I mean? He could just sort of yeah. hang up there. Jimmy, it was less a header, more of a, a sort of surface-to-air missile. I, w- <laughs> I was. I was saw him very very close up playing in uh, in a Hartlepool testimonial and I saw him leap for the very first time live he leaps about one and a half his own height that, that's it's, incorrect it was baffling <laughs> simply it's, incorrect it's disgusting it, in some parts <laughs> of the North East he's known as Spud right. Webb he is not a flea <laughs> no, he is one and a half to his own height he, he is <laughs> so he jumps he jumps he basically he jumps 12 feet in the air yeah no <laughs> uh, <that's right. laughs> 9 feet in the air feet. 9 feet in the air oh one and a half times. Oh, I was yeah, yeah. yeah. Either way. Yeah. Either way. I'm still having that. Either way. Either way. It's out of the question. <laughs> <laughs> you're spoiling it. <laughs> no, you're spoiling it. Rain it in, more. He's already right. done enough. Yeah, exactly. Don't exaggerate what he's done. All right, come on. We've got 30 <laughs> seconds before we give him a round of applause. Let me get some stuff in. Um, he started out at Hayes and he got his move to QPR when he was about 21. Yeah, so it yeah. was quite late on. Yeah. yeah. Ian Wright esque, mm-hmm. I think. Um, very, very popular player. Hmm. Very popular. Just a likable chap, I think. Yeah. Very likable chap. Um, probably one of the, the best players ever to play for QPR. I'll stick my neck out and say. Mm. Um, Gallon. So. <laughs> oh, you got some crackers in there. You got some crackers. No, I know you do, but I think he's up there. I won't go into them now. Yeah, well, let's ask QPR fans what they think. Email in. Is there any in the room? There aren't any in well, the room. No. You're going to have to take my word. For okay. Um, 
Well, for my money, he's one of the the, the, the best players of recent years. Then, yeah, no, yeah. no I'm not. I'm, yeah. not I'm not disagreeing with you. Yeah. Actually, I just want to make sure we don't get inundated with emails. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, anyway, uh, he was uh, signed from non-league Hayes, of course, and uh, not soon after he signed for QPR, he um, was loaned out to Turkey, where he played for Besiktas. Odd, isn't it? Yeah, well, that kind of thing went on a little bit uh, more. Yeah. Get some mm. game time under your belt, Sir Les. That's what they said. Kenny Pavey. Loved it yeah. so much he stayed. Absolutely. Yeah. You know? Um, but he was a big hit in Turkey. Um, and, uh, of course, uh, now being in Turkey, he... Uh, kind of makes me think he had, like, a music career. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he did indeed. Um, he may or may not have done. Um, <laughs> he went through the whole... Uh, the. Um, Sacrificial lamb before the game. You remember that? Kevin Campbell oh, yes, talked yes, about yes. that. Oh, before right. their first game in, in the home stadium, I think, they sacrificed a sheep in his honour and they had Ooh. put the blood of that sheep on his boots for the first game or something. Blimey. Is that, I think Kevin Campbell was the first one I heard that, that uh, Horrifying. had that done, but Les Ferdinand did as well. But he scored uh, 21 goals in 32 games for them and he helped them win uh, the Turkish Cup. That's a, de- that's a decent lawn, isn't it? Yeah, right. yeah, <laughs> yeah. If, he'd, great time. if he'd been sacrificing sheep earlier, yeah, he'd have probably had a bigger move. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. You don't want that from your painter and decorator, though. That's yeah. what he used to do when before he played. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. um, well, anyway, he went back to QPR, and in his first full season, twenty-four goals in forty-two games. Yeah. That's, that's that's more than the, the, the Ramble Dean Winners Hall of Fame standard for Australia yeah. so <laughs> one in two or better yeah, otherwise yeah. forget it <laughs> um, just a couple one I think he said it was his favourite goal he's ever scored and it was certainly one that I remember was a beauty against Manchester United top corners but 25 yards out would have I been one of the first years the Premier League started that one mm, early 92, 93 mm. I think we're talking about there. That. Um, he also scored a famous goal at Anfield where QPR won and they'd never won before why QPR winning at Anfield yeah. do you know um, they'd never they, won at Anfield before you mean yeah, before yeah, that, I yeah. believe they'd won before. <laughs> yeah, I think so. <laughs> um, and uh, s- somebody suggested that that uh, kind of started off the fall of Liverpool as uh, a great power. <laughs> I'd like to think so. Les yeah. calls that yeah. maybe um, made his England debut in '94 uh, whilst playing for QPR, and he helped <laughs> multitasking. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he helped QPR uh, nearly um, uh, get a European place in the league. Well, back in the day, QPR an established and nice to watch uh, Premier League mm, team, no, Premiership so. team, as it was. Back there. in the day, Pete, you've been uh, you've been waiting for this moment in the summer of '95. He joined Newcastle United. Yeah. Incredible, the hazy days. <laughs> Incredible, <laughs> the goal record speaks for itself. I don't say anything. <laughs> Wonderful, oh, Pete. Yeah. Am I right in saying he scored in all eight of his first? Eight games, something like that. Yeah, and did, wasn't did it somebody a, break the record recently? Did they? Was it maybe on Reed or something? No, I can't not remember. I can't remember. I can't but it was a record, was it not? Mm. He was. He was certainly an instant hit there. Yeah, yeah. I remember being. He only had. To, it's. Uh, I. I love him so much. It's hard <laughs> to understand how he only had like a couple of seasons. It's yeah, ridiculous, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. It's again. It's like the Jurgen Klinsmann profile. Mm. You th- it, he did so much in his time there. You just remember it as being longer. It's like a stalwart. You remember yeah. him as a stalwart. He was like a bloody freight train. Yeah, he yeah. was huge. I'd hate to have played against him. He's an absolute weapon, and he's. You know, a unit as well. I, re- I remember sort of. Uh, I remember uh, Aston Villa. It was a really cagey match, nil nil. Uh, I was in uh, the stand, and um, Beasley was on the right for some reason, and he whipped one in. And I swear, the players parted like the sea because yeah. they didn't and want Les to stop and leapt <laughs> eighteen <laughs> feet in the air. <laughs> Did a bicycle kick, you know? but it was just a bullet header from about two yards. But I everyone was so scared of him. I remember the one. He was wonderful. Mm. 
Yeah, he was class. He's a sort of proud that if you played against him, I'd imagine not only would you have been run ragged, you'd come out thinking you'd done 12 rounds with Tyson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Back he, to you. He, he, he told a story once when um, he said back in the day when the, the tackle from behind rule came in, referees in the Premier League would always give a defender one. Yeah, you know, yeah. and he said he once was playing against Arsenal, and Tony Adams just came right through the back of him, yeah. and the referee went, "All right, Tony, you've had your one." And Tony, <laughs> yeah, and, and Tony turned around and said to Steve Bold, "Right, Bold, it's your turn next." <laughs> <laughs> Great stuff. Now that's yeah. a captain. Yeah, that's yeah. <laughs> a horrible set of people. Yeah, um, but he he filled the gap that Andy Cole left. Well, yeah, when Keegan was on the steps of uh, St James's Park, sort of uh, oh, remonstrating, with the, remonstrating mm. with the with the fans, and he was he was proved right because he mm. he did far more than Andy Cole did. Uh, obviously, Andy Cole put us in the Premiership, but I mean, wonderful, wonderful. absolutely marvellous. Yeah, um, there was a time when he, he returned to QPR. I should mention his QPR goalscoring record: ninety goals in one hundred eighty-three games, mm. which is which is quite something. Uh, they went to QPR and he scored in a three-two win for Newcastle, but he got a great reception from the QPR fans. Mm. Whereas before, other night players, of the realm, so yeah, well that's right. <laughs> but other players, other big players they've had like Andy Sinton or David Seaman were booed when they went to QPR, but not Salles. No. Uh, Alan Shearer's testimonial it was a real danger that Salles was uh, he was out the show. Yeah, yeah. That's honest, cracking. Honestly, really, he got more he got more shouting. Than, uh, than uh, anyone than one of their own even yeah. even <laughs> brilliant <laughs> yeah it's crazy what yeah. A, absolutely incredible he scored 50 goals in 83 games for Newcastle great stuff yeah great stuff lovely stuff can I say his partnership with Alan Shearer was deadly mm. you, well so. you have yeah God, imagine playing against them in their pomp <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> outrageous stuff yeah isn't it <laughs> you'd be beaten up they're basically guaranteed a goal at least one goal yeah yeah, and uh, yeah. And who have we got now? <laughs> <laughs> the guys who banging. Just score five this weekend. <laughs> um, yeah. He was a part of the Euro '96 and the World Cup '98 uh, squad. But he didn't really feature. His international career never really took Shame off. Didn't get it? going. No, but yeah. I think that was I perhaps think the it was very much worthy of it, though. I think the, the Shearer and Sharon. Yeah, very true. Yeah. Uh, partnership. Um, there, but as, as we said earlier, he was only at Newcastle for two years. Mm. Um, dearly loved by those fans. And then he went to Spurs afterwards. It was ever six years won the league cup in 99 um, and then uh, after that uh, he was just, just brushing over no, no, Spurs no. like that yeah. no, 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 no. <laughs> I was going to say after this kind of the league cup win he, he played well for Spurs I, I think his goal scoring record wasn't as, as nearly what it was um, for Newcastle but he was loved by those fans mm. as well um, and uh, it's a very different team I think yeah totally yeah. yeah I mean they were fighting relegation at points but he went to Spurs for quite a lot of money I remember yeah it was 6 million he went to 6 million pounds yeah yeah and then uh, he, he played for a number of sides after um, West Ham uh, Leicester uh, Bolton and I think Reading didn't he have some mental scoring record at Leicester as well given he was quite old at that point he, he, he did okay at Leicester wasn't he in his helicopter at this point ah, he yeah. I'm glad you say that he's, he, he's a qualified helicopter pilot I remember having a, um, a video, a VHS video back in the day. And I think it was presented by. Do you remember Bob Mills? Yeah, yeah. yeah I think it was in Bob bed Mills. Bed with me dinner. And it and it was yeah of, of that fame yeah. And it was like Les Ferdinand was on here, and uh, there was some weird sort of narrative where Les Ferdinand was like going to be the new James Bond, <laughs> and he had to keep going names Ferdinand, Les Ferdinand, but he kept getting it wrong. <laughs> yeah, I'd have to try and dig it out somewhere. It's absolutely right. crazy. I don't know why he was doing it, but he was in this roll neck jumper. I used to wear those roll neck <laughs> jumpers. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Ferdinand was the first player to score a goal for six different Premier League sides. 
Not bad. Mm. Mm. Uh, Surely Carrick has done that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Very good, James. Um, for England, only 17 caps, mm. uh, five goals. Um, but uh, we said, well, I said moments earlier, he's a qualified helicopter pilot. Um, he also helps to promote golf to inner city children. Very specific. Inner city golf. Pete, yeah. yeah. you're a man. Do they have shirts and skins and that sort of thing? Yeah. I played a bit of urban golf in my time, yeah. yeah. Aren't you in someone's book about yeah, how bad book. you are at that? Oh, as well? yeah, I think I am, yeah. Somebody wrote yeah. a book about I, I urban read golf. A, I read a book called Bring Me the Head of Sergio Garcia where he plays urban golf. And you're in it. Yeah. It's pretty strange. <laughs> I, came, I came last. <laughs> Ruined it for me. I was notably last in a big urban golf competition. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Mm. But also. Um, <laughs> and I can fly helicopters. <laughs> this is about Les Verdon. Yeah. And uh, he does a lot of charity work, actually. And he also can play the saxophone. Oh. Bill Clinton, but better. But, but before he comes in, I'd just like to. Uh, I could give Pete Donaldson the opportunity to have the final few words before the applause sounds. Just one, one of my easily in my top three players. Ever, no. yeah, of all well, time, Newcastle players. Would you like to hug him? I don't think I'd, my arms would reach. I think my puny. Well, you can go to him. You don't have to do it for <laughs> you. Yeah. Would, you, would, you, would your perfect way of being killed be killed in, the, in a bear hug with Les Ferdinand? <laughs> <laughs> I'd, I'd like sink to, into those. I'd arms. like to run towards him in a meadow while he's playing. <laughs> <laughs> and then he just crushed me. Yeah. <laughs> oh dear. Well, Pete, go to him now. Yeah. Go to the demon. That's all the fun. Run, Pete, run. Out the way, Danny Bear. <laughs> oh, there we go, ladies and gentlemen. If you want to get into Luke sounding the alarm, yeah. um, it's uh, it's time to finish. Uh, if you'd like to get in touch with us, then stop it. Sorry. Then the email address is podcast at thefootballramble.com and of course the website is thefootballramble.com Lots of lovely blogs from lovely people and proper people proper journalists um, so uh, that's about it oh thank you to Tom Goulding and his merry men for giving us a game of six aside the other day five they, all they didn't beat us thank no, goodness great. Marcus scored other goals and I hit the post three times with one shot he did Marcus I, scored four of the goals actually. Matt Riley scored the other one I oh. scored my usual good repertoire of goals ladies and uh, gentlemen 17th of November is our next game um, Westway Sports Centre Kick off 7 pm versus uh, none, none other than BBC 606. You're joking. Oh, bring it on, Spoon. I would never joke about something so serious, Marcus. <laughs> <laughs> My goodness. Uh, that's it, isn't it? Oh, remember Ramble Extra on uh, 442.com. And Luke, you've got a um, question. Yeah, just a quick reminder about the Ramble Christmas drinks, um, which are on the 18th of December, Saturday. Um, uh, venue's still to be confirmed But it'll be in central London somewhere You're all welcome And you know You can spend some of your money On uh, on the drinks that you win on Picklife On Picklife.com I am getting tanked on there now <laughs> I, I yeah. own a few jackpots But after early my, on I'm after, rubbish After my big game win <laughs> I played it uh, yesterday It's a Sunday uh, I came 58 mm. <laughs> Even worse than you last time 18th twice I've finished yeah. It's that unwanted consistency <laughs> There we are Say goodbye James or Jim Goodbye Say goodbye Pete Goodbye Say goodbye Luke Goodbye uh, We're all off to grow a tash Cheers Balls and bits to everybody. Balls uh, out the bath. Uh, yeah, uh, babushkas are watching me. Just the one. Well, there's a few of them in there. Is this enough? By Nanny, it's not been given. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.